Before we dive into today's episode, I want to thank everyone listening to this podcast series and sharing from across Africa and around the world. You're going to be inspired by today's episode with Dr. Patricia Kingori, a global marketing expert who is extremely passionate about elevating the lives of women. I'm really looking forward. I think having been there right from the beginning, this has really grown in leaps and bounds beyond what I even expected. What started as a Kenya chapter is now an Africa chapter. Welcome to the Timeless Women podcast series. This five-part podcast series is inspired by the work of Mia Khan June, a pioneer in African woman who has a vision for the women of Africa to innovate, drive social and economic change, as well as impact the ecosystem of equality in Africa and the world. Over five episodes and a couple bonus ones, you will be inspired and called to action to be a part of a movement where women drive social and economic change. Hi, I'm Timothy Maurice Webster, a behavioral psychology author around human behavior. And I've partnered with Ms. Nia Khan and the Timeless Women of Wonder organization to bring you thought leadership content that will place women at the rightful place of leadership. As part of our mission to bring you thought leaders in the Timeless Women Network, we have the privilege of speaking to the inspiring Dr. Kingori. She is an extraordinary leader on many levels, sits on many thriving boards, and we will chat to her now. Dr. Kingori, welcome to the Timeless Women podcast. Thank you. You have a number of hats that you wear. Let's start with the board leadership work that you do. Tell us a little bit about what you hope to accomplish. What value do you hope to add? When I sit on a board, the first thing I'd want to do is have an impact on the organization, a positive uh, impact that will make the organization better, more profitable. With that, I mean basically looking at all the stakeholders within an organization. I hope to um, share my experience um, in terms of best practice with the organization on the challenges that it faces. And at the same time, exude a spirit of integrity and excellence in the work that I do. Let's go back a little bit. You are a teenager. Let's start when you were a teenager. Let's look at your 13-year-old self. When you go back and you consider your 13-year-old self, did you imagine you'd be where you are right now having a, I think you have a medical degree as well and an MBA? Did you dream of this? As a 13-year-old, I definitely knew I wanted to do something with animals. I loved animals. I grew up in a farm. Okay. And I probably did my first orthopedic surgery when I was a teenager when um, one of our cats got run over by a car and broke its leg. And I tried to fix it. So I've always, I had always known I'd be a vet. I didn't expect I'd be where I am today in terms of business development and marketing, which are really the core things that I'm good at. I don't practice anymore, but I still love the animals. Before we get into the timeless women conversation, I have to ask you, why are we afraid of dogs as Black people? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe... Our first experience was seeing a police dog being leashed out on, on people, and therefore you got this morbid fear of, of dogs. Dogs are really lovely creatures, as long as they know you and they're friendly. Otherwise, yes. 
beacon the direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about your background is when you work with animals, you know that it brings out a humanity in you because they can't speak back to you. So their energy, their own kind of internal beauty, you have to connect with it organically. And you, I believe from what I can research, you take a lot of that with you onto your boards. You take a lot of that with you, your humanity, your kindness and your generosity. So I wanna say thank you. Now, why did you decide to partner with the Timeless Women of Wonder Network? Um, I guess it's because the the Timeless Women of Wonder Network, it, it actually embraced a lot of my core beliefs because you know, it's an initiative that brings women together uh, from all walks of life to bring about social and economic empowerment um, and optimize people's potential, whether it's through collaboration, networking, whatever it is. And I'm actually very passionate about people. I'm a, about, uh, I don't want to use the word empowerment. I think empowerment is like, I hold all the cards I give you to and let you use those. I'd, I'd want to use the word emancipation, like get you free to release your own potential mm. and, you know, reach out to your dream or your wow. destiny. I'm not a person who believes in handouts. I believe in a hand up, you know, um, they said, you know, don't give me a fish today. Teach me how to fish and I'll fish for myself tomorrow. It's the same principle. So this is yeah. an empowerment that, you know, it's, it's uh, helping women become better people. So when we started, I actually started with Tiwao. It's now been seven years. I was one of the first mentors who joined Nyakan. It was a very unique mentorship program in the sense that you are not mentoring young girls. You're mentoring business people who want to move from one level to the next. It was quite a challenge to you as the mentor. You'd find that even your fellow can also, uh, you know, teach you a thing or two as you, as you also share your experience and your know-how. So in that sense, um, I found that her uh, vision meets my vision and my dreams pretty well in the sense that, you know, they, they say, there's a, a, a Chinese proverb that says, women hold up half the sky. So there's no way that Africa mm. will get anywhere or the world if you ignore half of the population, actually 51% if we are accurate. So if Africa is to ever realize its full potential, then women will need to work hand in hand with the men. I want you to imagine that the listeners are being mentored you and that you are about to give them a hand up you want to liberate and emancipate them from limits that they may have placed on themselves. What is one thing you would like to share to those that you're mentoring who are listening to this conversation? One thing. I'll put it a Zimbabwean proverb. It okay. says, if you can talk, you can sing. If you can walk, you can dance. Let's not limit our potential. Wow. I love that. Thank you so much. What can we expect from your participation at the conference as we wrap up? 
this has been a, a, a journey that accumulates in the, in the conference that happens. It's, it's the ability to, to share our lives, our knowledge, our experience in order to shorten the learning curve of many of these um, participants. It's, it's being a sounding board where I can come and throw an idea at you and you know, just sound it off. Do you think it can work? What would be, um, you know, what would I need to look out for? I think it's, it's also the uh, ability to be able to utilize the networks that one has with the other women. So I'm really looking forward. I think, I think this, having been there right from the beginning, this has really grown in leaps and bounds beyond what I even expected. What started as a Kenya chapter is now an Africa chapter with people trading and people exchanging knowledge, really making a difference. And, and I'm really proud to be associated with Tiwao. You know what's amazing about what you're saying is that everyone that I've interviewed has had that same enthusiasm and energy. And it's been people from all around the world and you know, from the U.S. to Canada to the Bahamas to you and the level of intelligence, insight, beauty, and power is extraordinary. I want to wrap up by asking you to share a little bit about your vision. You know, for those who are going to follow you, for those who are going to meet you at the conference, maybe just one thing that you can share that your vision for leadership, your vision for women, for Africa, what is something that you'd like to leave us with? I think my vision is us living a better country or family or community better than we found it. And, and my dream is that by the time I say goodbye and rest, I'll have had a positive impact on those around me, on those I interact with, making life better, living uh, a better heritage for our children and our great-grandchildren. We should leave our nations, our, our communities, better places for them so that they can actually enjoy, enjoy it more than we did. And I believe that's our responsibility as citizens of the world. I can do that and leave the legacy. Yes. That, that, that would be great. Dr. Kingor, thank you so much for joining us on the Timeless Women podcast. Thank you. And we look forward to continue to collaborate and work alongside you at Timeless Women. And to everyone who joined us and you downloaded this podcast, please do not be selfish. Share this episode with someone else. Go back and listen to the previous episodes and do subscribe. Until next time.